Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. What's up, you guys? Sean Rossap, Fightful.com. It is June 24, 2020. I know a lot of you tune in Wednesdays, 3 p.m. Eastern, uh, during this coronavirus era for the list and your boy. But Jimmy, oh, Fancy Pants Jimmy is at his cottage, but Fancy Pants Jimmy can't afford good internet. So instead, it's the list and your girl, number two, and we've got Denise Dos Bagels here. Yes, exactly. Denise Dose Bagels, and I have a bone to pick with you and Jimmy now, because today I had to flat iron my hair and put makeup on, and I wasn't planning on doing any of that today. <laughs> well, I mean, I just want to say, by the way, I ate bagels this morning. For oh, so lucky. Hey, bagels this morning. Hot dog. We've got news to talk about, guys. Um, obviously, it's been a big wrestling news week. We covered a lot of that stuff on Friday and Monday, but there still are a couple of topics in regards to speaking out that we will tackle. A reminder, donate a Super Chat. Any amount, get your question or statement read on the air. And if you uh, want to ask, I think I think the limit is three questions right now. You can subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. My Q&A form is up right now. I'll have my Q&A show up this week as well. We've got a ton of stuff over there. Make sure you guys show FightfulSelect.com some love. It has been exploding lately. Uh, But we have a couple super chats. Tim Traver says, Sean, I was going to ask if you and your wife want to have dinner at my place sometime. You know what? I would love to when all this travel stuff is done. If I'm ever in your neck of the woods, that damn sure will happen. Uh, Mike McKillop says, today is my son Caleb's birthday and we love Fightful. Well, hey, we love you. And thank you, Caleb. Thank you, Mike. Happy birthday, Caleb. We appreciate you so much. I hope you have an awesome one. Uh, also, shame on your dad for letting him watch, uh, for letting you watch this show all the time. <laughs> That's que- true. I didn't even think about that. Mike, questionable parenting, but I'm just kidding. I appreciate you. Pass it to DJ says, my city recently made it to where employees have to wear a mask, but it's optional for customers. What good is it doing when four employees are wearing a mask, but 60 plus it, it, customers aren't? They all all need to be wearing masks, Denise. Yes, especially because numbers are going up. So scary. Yeah, the, the, it's, it's it's as high as it's ever been. I mean, the, we got to st- – you can't just decide you're bored of the virus, guys. You just – you got you to gotta take the precautions. Think of yourself. Think, I can't imagine not considering the elderly, the sick, and those that are susceptible to this – uh, my wife teaches special education. She has a lot of immunocompromised kids, and I can't imagine not thinking about them when I go out. It's the most lazy, stubborn shit in the world I've ever heard to just not wear a mask. Best case scenario, you're reducing the spread. Worst case scenario, you're mildly inconvenienced by a piece of cloth briefly. Mike McKillop says, where is Kyrie Sane and will we get the riot squad again? Thank you for all you do, Sean and staff. You guys are amazing. Well, thank you. Uh, Kyrie Sane has not wrestled since she sustained that cut. I do not have any more information on that. But Denise, it it's hard to look at that as a coincidence that she hasn't wrestled since the cut. 
You know, I don't even know because I feel like it's just been consistently every week something has been happening to Kyrie Sane the last several weeks that we saw her on the show. So now I'm almost wondering if maybe it was kind of for the best or who knows, maybe there could be a whole lot more to that story as to why we haven't seen her given everything that happened to her prior to that. Yeah, uh, I agree. Uh, Evan Wright, or also the the question about about um damn i scrolled past it the riot squad yeah i think we'll see the riot squad based on we what saw we saw the tease to that i don't know if i'm absolutely i don't know if i would want to see it again though that's just my personal opinion though yeah uh we also have anakin saying was hoping jimmy would be on simply to get his take on Jan- denise's controversial uh food takes oh well next week hmm what, what do you think he would say I don't know, but I will tell you this, though. I have never gotten this many comments or feedback directly after one of our shows like we did for the food take. And that's saying a lot because the last one that we did when it was the wrestling theme songs, everyone was reaching out. And I think this food topic essentially blew that completely out of the water. So it was just like every single day I was like, oh, my God, I think I triggered a lot of people with fruit and and breakfast items and whatever. Nick Zodic says people don't wear masks and ask how they caught it. Yeah, all the time. All the time. Uh, Jim McShay says, do you think part of wrestlers who have been named as a part of Speaking Out will be able to find work in Mexico or Japan? Thank you for everything you do. I think some of them will, Denise. I think some of them will. But you know what, though? I almost feel like, a, you know, one of the recent things that we were seeing, though, was a lot of partnerships between promotions. So imagine AEW, let's go this guy or whatever. This is just an example. And then AAA is like, ah, oh, AAA brings in this guy. And AEW is like, what the heck? Or whatever. Like, I almost feel like it could be a red flag. And necessarily, I know there are certain people that I, after these allegations, would not want to see in any promotion based on what, based on what has happened. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And some of them don't need to be back. Some of them need to kind of just not be in wrestling anymore. And uh, Evan Wright says, money for the Denise Square Chart Fund. Matt Reichel says, Denise Dose Bagels is a great host. I love this show. Hey, we love you. Shamit Scheider says, listen to the Jericho podcast with Mike Kyoto. Do you think a ref will ever get into the WWE Hall of Fame? There are a few deserving candidates. I think they should, Denise. Why not? They definitely should. I mean, there's so many people that, you know, you just you just know and you just remember, even if they are just a referee and you don't necessarily see them like a star, you know, like you would a wrestler. But you still know them and they still have been part of very, very memorable uh, moments in the company. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. And. Mike Kyoto is a person I'd want to interview. I tried. I've I've tried to set up like referee segments for our shows in the past, like explaining rules and all that stuff. Evan Wright says thoughts on Tony Khan's uh, transparency of his wrestlers coming in contact with COVID, making it public on Twitter and making changes accordingly. QT Marshall was in contact with somebody that was compromised. He is quarantining now. Uh, Tony Khan admitted that on Twitter. I think that's good. I think transparency is important. It changed the plans. I I think that's a great move, Denise. Yeah, and here's the thing is that a lot of people, even in our regular everyday jobs, you know, they aren't necessarily telling their employees, hey, so-and-so had COVID. And I get it because it's a medical issue. But here's the thing. If you don't know, how will you ever know if you came in contact with that person? I mean, somebody I could have known could have had COVID and what I didn't know. So I'm here going about my day, seeing my family, thinking I'm all clear. And that's not necessarily the case. So I actually think that uh, being transparent, of course, with the approval of said person that has contracted COVID should obviously go ahead and inform others. Yeah, I'm completely with you. Marco Dominguez says, weekly wrestling magazine show with SRS and Denise, maybe live guests at some point. Hot dog, sign me up. I mean, Fightful's just now profitable. Anything's possible in the future, but I've always wanted to do like a live weekly like interview show with a couple of hosts and stuff like that. Anything's possible down the line, especially if if you all get us to 10 million views every month. That's uh, so, true. 10 million views. Yeah, that's what I want. Get me more views than those guys over at Wrestle Talk, and then we'll see what we can do. Pass it to DJ says, Denise did trigger us, but we still love her. And uh, Injection says, SRS, I have a tough question. How are you today? I'm doing much better. 
thank you. I have really good people around me. Thank you all very much. I am doing much better today. Hopefully that sticks. Hannah Moore says, people don't wear masks and then demand that those that test positive stay away from them and stay home like, thought you weren't scared, buddy. Oh, the I, Denise, I know you see it on, on Facebook especially, but I live in the Bible Belt, man, and... I've got so many people that are like, everybody wants their space faces. Everybody wants this, that. And I'm like, man, come on. Stop being an idiot. I feel so bad for you. I don't know if I can deal with that type of surroundment with people saying that type of stuff whatsoever. But like here I see it. And here's the thing that I was thinking about too. I was like, if you don't wear a mask or you think that COVID-19 is not real, I do not want to see you in line when those vaccines come out. Step aside. I wore my mask. I believed in it. I'm going in line for that vaccine. Yeah, me too. Uh, Podcast Wiz 2010 says, does Denise like cantaloupe? No, ill. I, cantaloupe, I don't even know who would waste their time eating that. I ate cantaloupe two nights ago. My <laughs> God. We got news to talk about, too. There was a lot of super chats there. Keep sending them in, guys. Charlotte Flair was apparently written off of TV this past week with a shoulder injury, kayfabe, but the word is that she's having elective surgery and will not be back by SummerSlam. Keep in mind, Triple H said on the In Your House Takeover post-call that the booking of Charlotte Flair would make sense a few months down the line. So I've got a lot of questions for you about that, Denise. One, what the hell was Triple H talking about? Because she came in and she beat Bianca Belair, she beat Rhea Ripley, she didn't lose to Io Shirai, and then she didn't take the pennant in your house. She had to be hampered to lose to Asuka. The only person I think she cleanly lost to was Bailey throughout that period. What do you uh, how are you, you you feeling about her stepping away right now? Again, elective surgery, I don't care. People can do whatever they want to their bodies. I don't care about that, but she has taken time away. Well, didn't he say what was the time preference? Didn't he say 3 to 4 months it would make sense? Yeah, so, yeah he said I, he said in a I few mean, months. Okay, well, there you go. I, I felt like I heard three or four. So I almost feel like that's still sort of in line with the timing that he said. I mean, I don't know how long she's going to be gone for, but, I mean, we're in June, July, August. That's like two months till SummerSlam. So I still feel like that may still be in play. And it's kind of like what he would know if he came out and he said a statement like that. I think he would know that everybody would be waiting for it for then all of a sudden to be like, oh, no, I never – like. That's not going to happen for us never to see the Charlotte thing come to fruition. So I almost feel like I'm still holding out hope that there's actually going to be something uh, down the line as to why we had all of this with Charlotte. And Asuka beat her, but this wasn't the first time Asuka's beaten her. It just feels like it's the first time that anybody has beaten her in quite a while. But I I don't—it's just, man, I— don't know why the NXT run had to happen the way that it did. Because that's supposed to be the future, and you could have put that future on the same plane as Charlotte Flair, who, in my opinion, is one of the greatest female performers of all time. One of the greatest performers of all time, I would say. She is amazing. But they didn't, they just didn't put them on the same plane as her. Nobody beat her. That's frustrating. But I almost feel like that's just been the case overall. I mean, I know that we are supposed to see NXT on par with Raw and SmackDown, but I don't necessarily think that that's the case. Or else I haven't felt that way in terms of, you know, them being the Raw and SmackDown being the star shows. It still doesn't feel that way. And I think that we still need a little bit more. I'm not saying like, oh, wrestling quality wise no that's not even the, that's not even an issue that's totally different but I'm saying in terms of like star level stardom pushing uh, NXT even more I think there's still a little bit more ways to go with that Anakin JMT sends a super chat and says Sean don't worry Charlotte's booking will make sense like Roman Reigns uh, made replacement made sense at Wrestlemania so I don't know if you're familiar with with this but Triple H in between Roman Reigns being pulled out of Wrestlemania and Wrestlemania happening he said Roman Reigns' absence from WrestleMania will be explained in a unique manner. It wasn't. It wasn't explained at all. So based on that comment and the comment that he made about Charlotte, is it wrong to just not believe Triple H when he says this stuff? I'm sure he would love to make sense of this stuff, but 
it doesn't. Well, I think at this point, it was like we all know the explanation as to why Roman Reigns left during that time was COVID and all of that, right? So it's like, is, does there even need to be an explanation? We know the explanation. And the explanation is, you know, he's had, you know, battles with leukemia. So he's not going to come in and necessarily risk his health. So it almost feels like maybe that's why there was a backtracking towards that, because we knew the real answer. And if they were to say anything otherwise, it would open a can of worms. We just had some breaking news. Tony Khan has said that John Moxley had contact with someone who had contact with someone who had COVID-19. Moxley did the right thing and warned us. The doctor asked him to stay home and get tested and protect us here at our test site. Cage will be in action tonight on AEW Dynamite ahead of their title fight. I appreciate the transparency. I really do. I think it's a good thing. I think it's a responsible thing. Uh, Agreed. And the fact that he actually came out and said, like, oh, he had contact with somebody that had contact, you know. Injection 2K says, what do you think about what Vince said about new stars? Well, I'm not that sure. If you mean that them developing new stars has caused ratings to be lower, I disagree with that. I, they haven't developed hardly anybody. They, they've, they've developed a guy that's been around for 10 years and Drew McIntyre. That's really about it. I'm not buying what Vince is selling in that regard about that being the reason why viewership is low. They should have been well ahead of this. You should constantly be creating new stars. Any thoughts on that, Denise? Personally, we all know that it takes time to build a star. It doesn't always happen automatically. And here's the thing, though, is that I think so many, of, so many of us watching are so desperate for, like, new and fresh things. You know, not necessarily Dobb Ziggler, Drew McIntyre. No, we're more for, like, you know, look at all the buzz around Angel Garza, Andrade. We're always talking about the new people. Bianca Belair, look how hot she was when she came into Raw and had that one moment. So it's not necessarily about, oh, people just want to tune in to watch the stars no they want to tune in and watch new stuff as well um i know that's how i feel as a viewer obviously we can't speak for each and every single viewer but i don't necessarily think that uh my favorite wrestler or the wrestler that i've always known because he's not on the show i'm gonna stop watching no i'm gonna go and see like you know what Who's out there, especially because now the level of talent and the level of athleticism has definitely risen. So I know that the style is more different now. So if anything, I'm more inclined to go out there and find out who these new stars are. Martin McGreskin says, thank you, Fightful. and loving the T-shirt. Everyone should uh, join Fightful Select. He said uh, should become a patron, but we don't ever use that terminology because we're going to move it over to Fightful.com eventually. But we thank you, Martin. Martin's a great dude. I've uh, been talking to him quite a bit of late. Uh, really, really good dude. Thank you so much. Uh, Dante V says, off topic, but I didn't see the information on the site. Do you know when Liv Morgan's contract is up? I feel like she can be a star elsewhere. Well, I feel like she can too. If the information is not under our resources section in the contract thing, then I don't have it. I put all that information that I have there, and I don't hold any of it back. It's not to say all of it's accurate. That's just publicly reported stuff. People can negotiate extensions or releases or reductions whenever they want, but these are publicly reported things. Now, this leads into our next topic, Denise. I don't know if you saw Liv Morgan post on Twitter, but I had complained the other night about how short her match was with Natalia. Well, apparently it really wasn't that short. WWE just heavily edited it. And she was like, gee, thanks for posting pictures from the match that you all edited, and you didn't even run this stuff. I think this did a real disservice to Liv Morgan. It made her look like a chump. It made her look like a jobber to lose that quick. And in the manner that she yeah. lost. Yeah, I, I mean, I I said this last week during the post show, is that obviously this last week, Monday, yeah. um, uh, I said that, you know, that match did absolutely nothing for Liv Morgan. And I'm not a fan of edited matches. And I get that the point was to sort of, you know, start establishing Lana and Natalia, but I don't necessarily think that in order to have them be established that we had to not see any sort of offense or any see any highlights for Liv Morgan. And I just feel like right now things have been so disconnected for Liv that I feel that we eventually at some point have to start getting a solid character for her because it kind of just feels like they're trying a lot of different stuff with Liv Morgan but nothing is actually sticking 
Internet Wrestling Database says WWE needs more positive fans like Denise who believe Charlotte's booking will make sense and they're holding off Bianca till the fans come back. Well, here's my issue. Why bring Bianca up? They brought her up without fans. They didn't need to do that. She could have sat around on NXT crushing jobbers or something. Like, they didn't have to bring her up. That's that's my issue with that. Reminder, guys, donate a Super Chat. Any amount, get your question or statement read on the air. Yeah, I don't like how they treated Liv Morgan, and I've heard nothing but good things about Liv Morgan from people backstage. It's constant praise about Liv Morgan and how hard she works and how well she does. I'll go ahead and throw this out there. Uh, Around the time the coronavirus happened, I was like, man, I want to put some positive news out there. I want to put some good news out there. So I polled a lot of my WWE contacts about people that are working hard backstage to improve, to get better, that maybe even if they have or haven't been given their due. Liv Morgan was a name that came up a lot. And I'll I'll post more about it on Select very soon because I think the wrestling world needs some positive news. But she was one that I constantly heard about. And when you constantly hear that, it does give you another element of respect for somebody like that because you see how hard she's working and how bad she's treated. And it's really unfortunate. It's really unfortunate. I hate that. Uh, I also, yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. And like, obviously, we know the tweet was a work, but still, it was still out there, and it's still maybe some people might have not noticed had that tweet never been sent out. I don't think it was a work. I just think it was because I mean, what? I think it was. She wouldn't. She wouldn't do that and jeopardize her job or oh, get they, any they heat from fire anybody. Her for that, they ain't gonna fire anybody for that. Not like Liv. No way. They just. But I you never know, though. I, I just. I. I don't. I don't take it like seriously, though. And somebody said. So Moxley said that he was in contact with someone who was in contact. Does that mean Renee? Well, yeah, Renee was at the PC. I've heard word out of WWE there are more positive tests. So I I haven't been able to confirm that, but I also haven't been given names. I got people from other companies saying, hey, who tested positive? Because we've all heard that somebody has. So the word has spread. I've had a lot of people contact me about that. So there you go. Um, we also had report on Fightful Select last week that Kevin Owens was going to skip the Raw taping last week, which he did. He confirmed that this week. Um, this was because of the coronavirus, COVID-19 positive test, and he was very transparent about that, Denise. He said that he had to do the right thing for his family. He had to do the smart thing for his family, and I got a lot of respect for him for doing that. How do you feel yes. about him him stepping away? Because he did miss a solid month after WrestleMania already. See, but here's the thing, though, is that when they see that having a guy like Kevin Owens say, hey, man, I'm not showing up. Somebody tested for COVID. It's I want to stay home and be safe. I feel like that should be an incentive to keep uh, to keep regularly testing for COVID nineteen and be you know more. I know they just recently did the COVID the COVID test, but I feel like maybe they should be doing it more regularly just so that you don't start losing talent left and right. I mean, we already know what happened with Roman Reigns. Now we have Kevin Owens and granted right now that there's, there's rumors that there's more COVID-19, but it's just a rumor right now. So granted right now uh, we've only had two positive COVID tests. So I think that hopefully, hopefully guys like Kevin Owens saying, I'm not going to show up will, will cause WWE to do more uh, COVID tests. And Kevin said, quote, I'm great. I've always been great due to the circumstances that happened over the last week with the positive coronavirus test in the company. I thought it was wiser for me to stay with my family. I told the people in charge my decision and they didn't even flinch. There was no pushback. I don't think that they push back on anybody because they know once I make my mind up on something, it's just the way it's going to be and are respectful of my decision. I'm glad I took it because it was the best thing to do for my family, end quote. That's exactly what I heard. I heard that they didn't give him any grief about it. They didn't try to talk him into it. They were very respectful of it. They, I mean, I've said this to a lot of people. I look at Kevin Owens as a pretty good moral compass and a pretty good moral gauge in the company. I think that he's pretty good uh, as far as that goes. So when when he says something like that, I'm like, all right. I, I, I think that's probably a pretty smart idea. I do know WWE does. Did they don't know when they're going to get him back, but they want him back by Extreme Rules. Uh, I I can't say why I know that, but th- that comes from the company. They they have the impression 
or the hope that he was going to be back by Extreme Rules. I don't know if that's going to happen, though. See, and the best way to do it and the best way to ensure Kevin Owens, his safety within the company is, again, by doing more COVID testing and at least letting them know, like, hey, everyone in this building has no has no is not does not have COVID. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know if that will be anytime soon. And they've got quite a few heavy hitters sitting out because of this. Roman Reigns, Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens. I mean, they they Robert Roode's sitting in Canada right now. He's sitting in Canada right now. He can't even make it. Carmella hasn't wrestled in a couple months now. Like, I don't know if it's because she's sitting out, but they've got a lot of people that they've got off TV, for better or for worse. And it's like, man, I, I'm, they gotta, they need to kind of rein that back in a little bit. Here's one. Anakin JMT says, How damaged in Sammy Guevara's career? How recoverable is it realistically? So, a podcast with an absolute dipshit, by the way. Like, when I saw the person he did the podcast with, I was like, oh, God. I literally only know of the guy who did the podcast because he says stupid shit all the time. That's that's it. So when I saw, I was like, man, why did he even do that podcast? But Sammy joked, uh, I assume it was a joke, he says it was, and said that, quote, Sasha Banks looked so good, I wanted to rape her. This was a 2016 interview. Um, it emerged on Monday, and in light of a lot of the things that, that have, have been coming out in the speaking out movement, this got a lot of traction. And I, I'm interested in your take on it, Denise. I think we do need to preface this by saying that Sammy Guevara called Sasha Banks. I thought it was an incredibly big thing for Sasha Banks to do to go out there and issue a statement. She said, quote, earlier I spoke with Sammy, he apologized, and we had an open discussion. Words like the comment he made, jokingly or not, have no place in our society. I don't condone or tolerate this kind of behavior. What one thinks is just a side comment can have a massive impact on someone else's life and can send the wrong message. We have to hold ourselves accountable for our actions and the words we say, and I hope this situation shows him that. I hope from this point on, in order to make in order for growth and change within our community to take place. We all can continue to have these conversations. No person, man, woman, or child should ever be subjected to a feeling of fear or any unsafe environment. We all have to do better, not just for ourselves, but for generations to come. Sammy issued a statement of his own. He said, I've made stupid, inappropriate, and extremely offensive comments in the past. In my idiotic mind, I thought I was being funny and using words and terms that represent nothing but horror and pain. I am truly sorry for my hurtful words and actions, and I will never forgive myself. He also said that he apologizes to Sasha Banks for his unacceptable comment. She's an amazing person who didn't deserve to be the brunt of my offensive remarks. I spoke with her earlier, and she helped me learn a gigantic lesson, and I thank her for that. Once again, I'm sincerely sorry. AEW has suspended him. He is pulled from his match Wednesday. He is undergoing sensitivity training. Uh, his salary will be donated in the meantime. I, I can't remember the specific cause, but a lot to unpack here. Denise, I want your thoughts. All right, so I'm going to start off by saying that, first of all, I'm not a guy, clearly. I don't know exactly what terms are used within locker room talk and all of that. But considering all of that, I have... You know, when I hear men say that they want to sleep with a woman, I usually hear like, oh, hit that or whatever. Mm -hmm. You know, those are the common terms that I have heard. I have never heard the term rape being used. So I will say that it was very, 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 very bad, very, very poor choice of words. And it looked really, really bad. But with that being said, I do think that it's going to take a long time for Sammy, to, Sammy Guevara to sort of shake this off and, you know, have people eventually forget down the line. No one ever really forgets, but at some point people are going to stop talking about it. And I do think that overall, because no other allegations that I have heard of have came out towards Sammy Guevara, and based on my experiences with him, they have been nothing but good, I do think that this was really just bad wording. Now, in terms of AEW and how they they handled this I thought that it was very interesting because how they handled uh, this situation and the Jimmy Havoc situation was totally and completely different and they were very different allegations and I almost feel that Sammy Guevara got a uh, got a heavier 
a heavier repercussion after this. And I do think that it was the right call with having suspended having suspended him till further notice, giving away his money. But I almost think that if this wasn't a WWE star like Sasha Banks, I wonder what uh, what president will have been set by AEW if it was just somebody else, maybe a lesser known woman wrestler or a female fan or whatever. So I did stop and think about that mainly just because of the differences between how they handled Jimmy Havoc and how they handled Sammy Guevara. Uh, in terms of Sasha, I think she handled this perfectly. I can't imagine having to go out there and say something if I heard this about me. So I don't know what she was thinking inside her head, but I do know that she handled it appropriately. And I do think that she essentially really, really did save Sammy Guevara on a lot worse backlash that could have happened to him. Uh, we all know what we're seeing now with everybody else, which I'm sure we'll get into. But the point sure. is that the point is that Sasha Banks did the right thing, and she did she did save a lot of trouble for Sammy Guevara. That she did, and it's easy to dismiss comments like that when they're not about you or somebody you love or somebody you care about. It was it was stupid. It was ill advised. The thing that I liked in Sammy's apology, he didn't say, "Oh well, I was a young kid." He was like, "Just the person I was then is not the person I am now." And I can tell you, I said a lot of insensitive shit in my like late twenties, like. You you live and you learn and you grow, and now there's a lot of things when I even think them. I'm like, how will this friend think? How will this fan, How will it affect them? How would they feel if it was about them? And you live, you learn, you get better, and I'm hoping that Sammy Guevara does that. I was told that he called several people in AEW to apologize to them for the things that he had said there as well, for putting them in a bad position. I thought that was a, a very mature way of handling it. Much better than a lot of the things, a lot of the apologies that we've seen. And I feel like it takes a lot of courage. Like, you sort of lose face going out there and having to call up your bosses, your peers, and saying, like, hey, man, I was wrong. I'm sorry, blah, blah, blah. And to be honest, not everybody is able to do that. So I do have to credit him for doing that as well. And, you know, uh, one of the other things that I did want to mention is that, obviously, times are different. And I would I would be a hypocrite to say that, uh, you know, at 14-year-old Denise, is so different from 28-year-old Denise. And I think that... That a lot of us can say that because we are not the same people that we were back in the day. And I think that only shows that, you know, growth is a real thing and change is a real thing and maturity with going out and learning things about the world. And there's there's a lot of stuff like, ah, locker room talk, locker room talk. I've been in a lot of locker rooms. I've never heard that terminology used. I, I can't lie and said I haven't heard it a million times while, like, gaming. Like, people use it as an insult. Like, I'm going to rape you at this game. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Transform your home in one weekend with paint from Menards. Get a paint that combines durability and gorgeous color. Dutch Boys DuraClean Interior Paint and Primer in One offers Stay Clean technology, making your home stay beautiful and clean longer. And with Dutch Boys Easy Opening Smooth Pouring Container, transforming your home has never been easier. Save big money on Dutch Boy paints and head into Menards to get your paint project started today. Save big money at Menards. But that was like a decade ago I was hearing that. Like a decade ago. Definitely not like three or four years ago. I think that everybody was pretty aware four years ago, you don't need to say that. You shouldn't say that. Uh, especially because, yeah. I mean, we were we were living in a landscape where a lot of those allegations were kind of coming forward and, and coming out. Just, ah, oh, man, it's, it's, it's a nasty situation. As you mentioned, Jimmy Havoc has been uh, placed – or he's in rehab. I think he would have got fired if he wasn't in rehab. I fully right, think. I- Right, and I almost think that the rehab for for them just giving him rehab was the nicer end of what they could have done. Yeah. But again, I feel like they did two they had two very different allegations, so it was two very different punishments, which is pretty interesting. 
Dave Lagana has resigned from the NWA and denied accusations of sexual assault. These were not the first series of allegations that were made against him. They were covered in the Ring of Hell book as well. And there were a lot of murmurs and rumors, but uh, weren't really brought to the forefront. NWA has had some questionable stuff on their, their content, like having Austin Idol like pretending to sell roofies and shit like that. And David Bixenspan has done a really good job of bringing a lot of this stuff to light. And there's going to be nobody better at that than David Bixenspan. He is such, he's so good at that. Dave Lagana is a guy that I worked with, uh, at least for, on a professional level. Like he, we would, I would contact him for interviews and for stories and stuff like that. And quite frankly, I didn't know about the allegations. I didn't know. I wasn't in wrestling media when that happened. So I was shocked to learn a lot of that. And I wasn't like a newsletter reader. I wasn't a wrestling news site reader back then. So a lot of this stuff was very new to me. And I was shocked and uh, hurt by that to to hear that. Um, The thing is, I hope they're not true. But at this time, it's, it's hard to, it's hard to ignore stuff like that. And, the ones we're talking about now are just the ones we haven't talked about since like Monday. That's the right. nut, that's the crazy thing. We were talking about like Riddle on Friday and like more stuff on Monday, and now there, there's more. He resigned from the NWA. It's hard for me to believe that he will work in wrestling again. Um, we also have Marty Skrull, who addressed the sexual abuse allegations. Of him having apparently, or allegedly, I don't want to say apparently, allegedly sexually abusing a 16-year-old intoxicated girl in the UK. He said, quote, I am aware that a young woman has bravely come forward with her account of sexual abuse by some members of the wrestling community in the UK five years ago, a community I was a part of. Although I truly believe that our encounter that evening was consensual and the fact the encounter was legal, it's almost not the point. I understand that she now views our encounter as part of a bigger problem within the wrestling community. Uh, what concerns me is that this moment is that from what I have been reading. She is a fan uh, that was made to feel unsafe within that community. This is not acceptable. I also ex- understand that people have been attacking her on social media. I implore you to please stop. She has a right to her voice, and it is our responsibility to listen. This was a real mixed bag, Denise. Yeah. I, res- I respect that last paragraph, and I don't know how I feel about the rest of it. I will tell you what I feel, and first of all, I did – and keep in mind, I'm a Marty Skrull fan, okay? But with this being said, um, I felt that his statement came off as insulting to the victim because he sort of played the white knight here by telling people, do not attack her on social media. No offense, but if I go out and I speak out on somebody who sexually assaulted me and they come out in my defense saying they don't want anybody to attack me on social media, I'm going to be pissed because I'm like, I don't need you of all people to be my white knight. Okay, that is not going to happen. So I did not like that. And I think that there was a lot of, I'm a person that likes to read in between the lines. I like to analyze things. And with the thing that Marty Skrull said that he thought that this was consensual. Okay, great. But a 16-year-old in England and a 16-year-old here in the United States of America is still a 16-year-old girl. And at the end of the day, I... I was a 16-year-old girl, and I can tell you, I do. I was very gullible and naive, and there are so many things that I could have easily fallen for at 16 years old and thought at the time that it was consensual and that it was right. But until you grow up and you analyze those situations, you realize that maybe sure. that wasn't necessarily the right thing to do, but you don't realize it until years later. So it just looks uh, really bad, and I almost feel that all this, most of the statements that have came out from men that were alleged to you know do these assaults or whatever that most of them have done worse 
or have had a worse outcome than a positive one. And that's just speaking on the Marty Squirrel one uh, with the Lagana one as well. Again, reading in between the lines, I thought it was very descriptive, but it sort of didn't change my opinion on what I was already thinking. And here's the thing about that, too, is that if you invite somebody to come over to your house, even out of the goodness of your heart, and you're like, you know what, you're 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 here for a booking, come to my house. If I bring a guest in and I choose to give them my bed, I will tell you this, I will be sleeping on the couch. If you're inviting someone to come to your house, you have them sleep and you're having them sleep on the bed, you don't sleep on the bed with them. It's just that to me was a big, big red flag. But again, I wasn't there, but those were just my opinions based on the statements that I read. So I'll break down all that. He says, I truly believe that our encounter that evening was consensual. Here's been my rule of thumb my entire life. And it's easy because I don't drink. I don't drink. I don't do drugs. Don't do any of that. Intoxicated. Bam. Nope. Sorry. You want to do that? See you when you're sober. Straight up. That eliminates any possible questionable issue there. See you when you're sober. Not an issue. Fact that the encounter was legal, technically he is right. 16 is the age of consent there. I agree with what you say in that regard. I'll just say that because while it is legal, I completely agree with what you say. Uh, my whole thing has been I don't, if people are asking me to cover, oh, what about this? What about this? And it's like somebody cheating on their girlfriend or their boyfriend or their husband or their wife. And I'm like, listen, if they're doing it, that's not – not morally right, but quite frankly, consenting legal adults, I don't give a fuck what they do. That is their business. I am not the National Enquirer. I'm not going to re re report that or whatever. This, way different. Intoxicated 16-year-old. Well, I don't even know what the legal drinking age is in the UK. I think it's like uh -huh. really young. I don't know, but I just come on. I know so many sixteen-year-olds. I got a lot of okay. cousins, and so I my lens and how I see that stuff. It's just like, dude, that's a child, all right. And that's that's what I see. And I'm so like I'm so in the loop with the very young community because, as you know, I my pop culture stuff leads me to have a very very young audience. And when I see those young people, I see young people, and the maturity level is very different, and the understanding of life is different. So, um, yeah, somebody said, Sean, I thought you've tweeted about using marijuana to sleep in the past. I don't see marijuana as a drug. I, I legitimately, I broke my neck. I had a cracked vertebrae. The scar tissue went up and it ran, it pinched the nerve that ran down my arm. Like I've, I've got chronic issues. I don't see that as a drug. I don't do that recreationally. Uh, I, I don't do it to get messed up. I smoke, I go to sleep, and I haven't done that in a long, long time. Uh, 18 is the legal drinking age here. So that's where it blows everything out of the water for me, Denise. Because one, okay, so, so, so say it was consensual. She ain't old enough to be drunk. She's 16 years old. So she's, she's old enough to consent there. But if she's drunk, she can't. She can't. If she's a drunk 16-year-old, she sure as shit can't. Come on, man. Come on, man. And I get it. People have done stupid shit. Maybe he knew. Maybe he didn't. I don't give a shit. He knows now. And he knew back then because he, he, he talked to the person's father. The, the text messages were out there. It's messy. Ring of Honor has not commented on it. Oh, goddamn. It's, it's man, it's gross. It's gross. I had a WWE wrestler that reached out to me, and it broke my heart, Denise. It broke my heart because this was after all this, and they're like, I'm getting out of here and out of wrestling when my contract is up. And when they followed that up, and I'm not patting myself on the back. It was an actual thing. They said, you and your people need to get out too. You're too good for this. I'm like, man, that's heartbreaking. That's heartbreaking because yeah. we shouldn't be. We shouldn't be. Wrestling is supposed to be fun. 
But here's the thing, though, is that reading all of these stories and having worked in wrestling for at least two years now, traveling and meeting people, I will tell you that there is a lot of good people out there, though. So I can't see it as something that would be like, oh, get out of wrestling, because I've had really real. I've had so I've had more good experiences than I've had bad experiences. They don't even measure up, to be honest. So because of that, like I wouldn't see I could I can't see it as I can't say that all people in wrestling are bad. I just can't see that. I can't say it because I would be lying if I said that because I still have a lot of friends in wrestling. Uh, again, most of the people that I work with, 99.9% of them are men. And I can tell you that I haven't had any, you know, nobody's done that to me. So I, I would be lying if I told you that I thought everybody in wrestling was bad because I don't think that's the case. Eloquent says, does BTE pull Marty Skrull apps like Joey Ryan? I don't know. I don't think they do. Marty was such a huge part of that. I think it'd be hard for them to do it. With Joey, they can just edit them out. I I mean, I think Meltzer put it out there, but the Bucks, I know, were like distraught over the Joey stuff. And I know that there are a lot of people upset in in that circle about that. And it, it sucks. It really, it really does suck. I hope we soon enough we can stop talking about this, not because it shouldn't be talked about, but because hopefully people stop getting hurt. People stop getting hurt. That's what I want to happen. Evan Wright says, has the NWA people been released from their contracts? No, they haven't. Uh, but Ricky Starks looks really good getting the hell out of hit, out of NWA and joining AEW. But I would be shocked if NWA even continued. Dave Lagana was the driving force behind that creatively. Hannah Moore said to ban notes apologies in 2020. Yeah, I hate them. I hate them. I don't even use the notes app. What the hell? Eloquent says, do you think Sammy has to shift his gimmick? Hit me up. Might look a little weird on TV. I think he will a little bit for a while, Denise. He has to. It would just be wrong. Like, I mean, I'm not saying that, you know, again, he he wasn't alleged of actually doing it. He was just alleged of saying it. Well, not alleged because we heard the video, but he just said it. So, but I do think that, uh, because he was one of those people t uh, targeted, he has to sort of step away from that. Nick Zodic says proper props to Sasha for handling the situation maturely instead of st trying to cancel Sammy. Uh, props to both of them because a lot of you will say to me, hey, Sean, why are, why are you still upset about Hulk Hogan? Well, because Hulk Hogan came back three years later, went to the locker room, and gave an apology that was equal to, don't get caught, brother. There are cameras everywhere, brother. Fuck Hulk Hogan. And fuck anybody that enables a racist like that. Like, that that to me is unbelievable. Did I grow up and did I love Hulk Hogan growing up? Yeah, you're damn right I did. Do I wish that he would go in and say, guys, you know what, that original apology I had, I now realize that that was also shitty. Yeah, I do. I feel that Sammy is being genuine based on everything that I've heard. Hannah says, Roman, Becky, Charlotte, Sammy, KO, all gone. Seth and Daniel Bryan going to be gone soon for babies. They got to build some stars. Yeah, they have to, Denise. It's so frustrating. Yeah, no, they really do. And I think right now it's just, I, I feel like that's the common consensus. Like, they just have to. And, and there's... It's just so hard right now with everything that's going on right now. Like, what do you do? Like, do you bring new people in? Like, do you risk them? Do you do you not? I don't know what the right move here is. Uh, Evan Wright says, Thunder Rosa is going to get paid when she's released. Oh, yeah, she, she should already be paid. And the thing is, I, I don't know if she's locked down. I don't know if she's anchored down into a contract. Not sure what her status is there. Have you seen much of Thunder Rosa's work? Um, no, I have. Oh, wait, actually, well, I worked with her on Aralucha, so I did get to see her on there, but I haven't seen much of her um, since then. And Evan Wright says, Hangman Page deleting his Twitter was heartbreaking. He's been scaling that back a lot lately. I think the Young Bucks uh, probably gave him the heads up on what it was, how good it was to be off Twitter. I I've thought about it a time or two in, in the past, but it's not easy to do. Anakin says, at the same time this is blowing up in wrestling, it was blowing up in the video game industry, shows that no matter what industry, we all need to look out for each other and stand up for each other. That's the thing, Denise. I was like, man, this wrestling industry is so gross. It isn't just wrestling. It's everywhere. And you cover a lot of, 
you cover a lot of, of Ansel Elgort, well. Cole Sprouse, Justin Bieber. All of these were names being thrown around simultaneously. Uh, Chris, the comedian as well. The, uh, Chris Delia. Chris, Chris Delia. Uh, yeah. Still. What, so, wasn't the Cole Sprouse one? Didn't somebody come by and say like, oh, no, we made that up. Like I, I saw it, that some of the Riverdale that one, cast. That one sort of fell through and it didn't stick as long as the Ansel Elgort or the Justin Bieber one. Yeah. And the Justin Bieber one is so complicated. Like I've gotten like full on threads reading about all of the like, people are literally bringing out evidence, evidence that's pro Justin Bieber, evidence that's anti Justin Bieber. So it's pretty crazy so but what i'm trying to say is that this was happening simultaneously and i don't know anything about the game community gamer community i'm not a gamer whatsoever i don't know any of the major players in the gaming industry or anything like that but even i saw a full thread on all of that so it was all happening at the exact same time because there's a lot of crossover audiences on twitter so even though you may just have people that are following wrestling okay but you have wrestling and gamers so you're pulling uh so people are seeing things and they're finally saying you know what yeah, this person spoke out. This may be in regards to wrestling, but this happening. This happened to me in this industry. Let me share my story. So I think that we're seeing sort of a crossover, and I think that all of those stories from each individual individual industry sort of led other people to speak out about their uh, sexual harassment because sexual harassment is harassment, no matter what industry it is, no matter when it happened to you, it stays with you. Hannah Moore said, somebody needs to teach Justin Bieber threads because he just made new tweets in his own defense. Yeah, but I think Justin Bieber knew he was going to get a billion retweets on everything. So even if he did a thread, like those don't always pop up as new tweets on your timeline. And the way that his stands probably work, they're probably refreshing his timeline all day. So yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I think and you so. gotta understand, like, see, this guy has millions. He's got a full team. Like, it's hard to fight something like that. Yeah. It really is. Uh, Ultra Real says Ryan Satin just reported new positive COVID tests, including in ring talent. Told you guys so. Just saying. Uh, I got that word last night at about midnight and was asking around and was told yes. Uh, so there you go. It's I guess it's confirmed now. But. Uh, it sucks. Eloquent says the independent music scene is loaded with it. It's all over the place. It's all over the place, and it sucks. No means no. Period. I mean, you, you can have a conversation with somebody. You can flirt with somebody. If they identify to you or even allude, eh, stop that. Yeah. If they, here's a tip, guys. If they say, I have a boyfriend, that's probably a good tip that they're saying. <laughs> They don't even have to say it. You can go on people's social media and find out if they're taken. I share pictures of my fiance. I still get DMs saying, hey, beautiful, from men that want to hook up. And I'm like, bro, this ain't going to happen. We have them in our comments all the time. I got to run through and delete them all the time. And I'm like, hey, here's the thing, guys. If you all objectify one of the girls on our shows, you're going to get fucking banned. That's just how it's been. That's why we have like four female mods on our staff. For the love of God. So, uh, Undertaker Last Ride, episode 5 aired, and it was very much signifying, like, the end. A bunch of wrestlers tweeting, thank you, Taker, thank you, Taker, MSG even putting the Taker thing out there. To me, I don't believe he's done, Denise. It would seem real weird to have him come this far and not complete the 30 years at Survivor Series. The 30-year anniversary? You can't, like, have him walking into, like, an old house or something like that (laughs) and having another cinematic match? You don't even have to advertise it. Just run it on the show. I get it Uh, that he left on a high note, but what are you thinking here? He left on a high note, but he didn't leave on a celebratory note, okay? There's a difference between the big hurrah, having the audience there, and thank you, and, you know, whatever else it may be. Uh, He didn't have that. I almost feel like that has to be part of it. And, you know, I just, I don't see it. I just feel like, based on watching the episodes, I noticed the major, major thing about The Undertaker is that he has 
such such determination and his uh, what how he feels about the product and his character and his legacy is so important to him so i almost feel like i just don't see how he can let go of something that he loves so much and that's not a knock on him it's just saying like man at the end of the day who wants to stop doing what they love the most so because of that i don't see it happening and when i saw msg post that i was like man now i wonder if he sort of has to go through with it yeah did so have you watched the episode in yeah total? i watched it this morning first actually. off what did you think of him shooting his wrist tape into the trash can and going kobe yeah, I thought I well, I had already seen that even yeah. prior to the to the to watching the to do, watching the documentary. But I I love that because dude, like there's so few people that have that Mamba mentality. And if I could imagine anyone having it, it's it's the Undertaker. And in the in the, in the documentary, uh, I thought Triple H had the best line at the end when he said that Undertaker's best legacy is that there will be a there will never be another. And and there's never going to be another Kobe Bryant. There are certain people in that are so high up there in whatever industry it is. There's never going to be another one of those. And in order to be that person, you really, truly got to have that Mamba mentality. Evan Wright says, Kobe. Hannah Moore says, I want to know how they got results back the next day. And I've been waiting for since Sunday for my results. I was telling that to Hannah. Hannah was like real ill this weekend. I was really worried. And I was saying, you got to get tested. You have to get tested. And... It's Wednesday now. She's going to be healed by the time that she gets her results back. That is frustrating. The, the handling of the COVID situation has been fumbled so badly. I had a friend who thought that they had a severe respiratory issue back in late February, early March. They found out today they had COVID. They found wow. out definitively they had COVID back then. Um, yeah. It's wild. I officially know at least 12 people that have gotten COVID, and these are people that I know. So that's, like, terrifying. Not that I see regularly, but, like, know via social media and all of that stuff. And, again, I had somebody similar, too, that had COVID, but they couldn't get tested because this was literally right at the precipice when this all started. And they were like, oh, yeah, we're pretty sure you have COVID, but we can't give you the test. And... I don't even know what to say because if anything, California has been one of the best states in terms of yeah. offering that testing. And to say that even we're struggling, that's a big, a big topic. We have somebody who sends super chats in. This wasn't a super chat, but I've been calling, calling him uh, Patelron Six, and he says, "Can SRS pronounce Patel correctly?" And I was, here's the thing: if I knew. That you, your name was Patel, I would have called you Patel. But your thing is P-A-T-E-L-R-O-N-6. How was I supposed to know that was your first name? I've worked for a Patel. I worked for a guy <laughs> named Patel. <laughs> and he says, my my name is Ron Patel. Yes, I, I did. I worked for an MMA company owned by a guy named Patel. So yes, I know how to say Patel. What the hell? <laughs> what the hell, Patel. So we're kind of going to wrap up. Uh, Don't forget, guys, right after this, we have the list goes on on FightfulSelect.com. I have a lot of exclusive news over at Fightful Select all the time. But also this week, I got the Eric Bischoff interview dropping. Uh, WCW month rolls on. We have interviewed WCW or NWO Sting. We have interviewed Scott Norton. We had enhancement stories where James Storm of TNA fame talked about jobber matches against Chronic, Rick Steiner, Three Count, uh, one of my favorite series. It hasn't quite caught on yet, but it is so much fun. He told me that Chronic came up to him and was like, buddy, this is going to hurt a lot. I'm sorry. It's really fun to hear these experiences about how these jobbers get brought in, they get squashed, what kind of feedback they get, what the people were like to deal with. It's one of my favorite series. Um, so check that out. And we have Making a Finisher this week dropping. Arn Anderson talking the spine buster. Oh, I was so excited to have that. So excited to have that. But Sarah Logan says that she is stepping away from wrestling. Now, this comes after um, she was released. There were word, maybe she'll come back. Maybe she'll she'll do some stuff with WWE. She is 26 years old. She has teased the idea of doing MMA. And she said in an Instagram post, 
A lot has changed in my life recently, and I've stepped away from wrestling for the foreseeable future. All I've known since uh, I was 17 is wrestling, so it's time to focus on myself and other things I've explored. My Instagram is going to be different, but I promise it will always reflect me. So if you want to take this crazy ride, then buckle up, because things have been moving faster than I can keep up. My efforts have been on the wild and free TV, and that's the best way to keep up. We're releasing some awesome new content. I don't say this enough, but I appreciate you guys, and I hope to see you down the line. I hope this isn't it for her. She's 26. If she wants to get into MMA, she is young enough. She is athletic enough. She has enough resources. The Wild and Free TV is a channel for her and her husband, Ray Rowe, who plays Eric on uh, the Viking Raiders. She should still be on Raw, and she should be a part of that act. They did her dirty. They did her a disservice. I'm bummed out, but I'm happy for her. I reached out to her about an interview that I hope I can make happen, but I haven't heard back. But your thoughts on her wrapping it up? So I think the main portion or the main takeaway from this is that she was 17 when she started in wrestling and she's 26 now. And she said that it was time for her to to let herself focus on other things and other parts of herself. And we've seen so many people that have left wrestling because maybe it wasn't, you know, maybe they never got to that level or maybe they were done with it, whatever reason it was. And we've seen them move on and build these second careers and have been extremely successful, maybe even more successful in those second careers than they would have in wrestling and with the wild and free tv i almost think that hey man like she pitches this show to someone ends up on a network exactly next thing you know she just ends up having a better life i almost i mean she's so young she's 26 i'm older than her come on she's gonna she's gonna you know do awesome and amazing things in her life and maybe things that you know will make her even happier so i'm actually pretty i'm actually happy for her that she was mature enough to let this thing go and move on to something else because not a lot of people are capable of letting go of things that just aren't working out. Uh, We have a few more Super Chats before we wrap up, but Shawn Michaels had a hunting show. Eric Young had a fishing show. It's possible. Here's a funny story. Do you remember when Impact ended up on that hunting channel? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. So I was explaining this to... uh, the husband of my wife's best friend, and he's big into hunting and has a hunting show. And I was kind of joking with him. I'm like, man, they're on this really bad channel. And I was like, honestly, if you wanted to get your show on that channel, you probably could. And the guy looked at me and he said, buddy, my show is on that channel. What? No. <laughs> he must have felt so no, bad. No, he knew. He knew. Because oh, he had been complaining about them as well to me. Oh, but that. <laughs> Sucks. Come on, you have. I mean, God, if I had a show on TV and P- on cable and people yeah. didn't know about it, I would be so. De- I would cry. It would be oh, devastating. I lost it. I lost it. It was amazing. Were you embarrassed though? No, I no. I, I laughed. But well, the thing is, he's such a determined guy. It's like if if there was an issue with that show getting distribution or anything, it wasn't his fault. He's really good, but. Yeah. Anakin JMT says, which Matt Hardy are you hoping for tonight? I want Jeremy's idea of King of the Ring 95 Matt Hardy. Do you know who that is? He was one, of the, of, je- he was one of the jesters that opened the door. <laughs> that would be very, you know what? If he did that, that would be pretty hilarious, and it would make the rounds on social media. So, hey, by all means, go for it. My favorite Matt Hardy is Big Money Matt. Uh, Dante V says, do you think AEW should still do the Lumberjack match tonight? No, I don't think they should do a Lumberjack match. I think they should shit can that. What do you think, Denise? Um, I honestly, I, I don't, I feel like even if they did, I, I don't mind it. Let's just leave it at that. I don't mind it. Annika JMT says, everybody, please send good thoughts to pr- and prayers to Wild Boy for him and his mom. Wild Boy, one of our great mods, but more importantly, one of our great friends and one of the best dudes you could know. That guy has had a rough year. Um, I cannot imagine going through the things that he has been through, not just in year in the past year, but in general. And he is one of the best people, one of the one of the greatest people that we know. His mom's got to have and another surgery, so we're sending our love to him. Please uh, send him a tweet. Uh, let me make sure I've got his handle right because I always mix up his Instagram handles with with his Twitter handles. But it's. Uh, I think it's at DK Wild Boy or it's Wild Boy, I believe it is. Yeah, it's Wild Boy on Twitter. Send him some love. Also, 
I want you guys to go show some love to youtube.com slash throwback27. He's at work on his break right now watching the show. Uh, you've, you've seen him as one of our mods. You've seen him as a guy commenting in here. He's very generous to us. Be generous to him. Check out youtube.com slash throwback27. He's been getting a lot of tips from me and Warren about his show. He's running uh, about an hour show every Tuesday. Check it out. Give him constructive criticism and feedback. It is important to improve. Nobody is above improving. So thank you guys. Denise, tell the people where they can find you. All right, youtube.com slash Denise Salcedo. I had two interviews that I just posted up, one with Esther Lynn and one with Danny Limelight that are up right now on my YouTube channel. And I have two more interviews coming this week, so keep an eye out because I will be promoting them. And if you want to see me, like, know all the the details of what upcoming videos I have going on, I do post them all up on Twitter. And you can check me out on Twitter at underscore Denise Salcedo and Instagram at underscore Denise Salcedo. I'm the same everywhere. Just search my name and I will pop up wherever. But please go ahead and check out especially the YouTube channel because that's my baby. So YouTube.com slash Denise Salcedo. Wednesday night, war tonight. Warren, Alex, Louie. Go over there showing some super chat love, my friends. Got to justify all that pay that's going out. But I am back here on Friday with Warren. But Fightful Select this week. We got the list goes on. I'm probably going to do another NXT AEW review. And my Q&A show drops this week. Until next time, we're out. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.